On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we talk about the new Philadelphia Eagles head coach, Nick Sirianni, and what this looks like going forward. Go Birds! Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan, and we're talking about the Eagles' new head coach, Nick Sirianni. The yep. new head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. So that is why we're here to talk about the hire, uh, everything that goes along with it, what our thoughts are, all that good stuff. So I haven't talked to Paul yet, so how you feeling, Paul? Uh, you know, the first thing I'm like, Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni, because his name was like brought out like on Monday too. It was like the front runners they said was McDaniels and then Sirianni. And, you know, you're like, okay, well, they just had that whole entire long meeting with McDaniels. The idea of McDaniels was tantalizing to me mm. because it was like, okay, you know, if we're getting McDaniels, he's going to have some say in personnel because, yeah. like, he's not going somewhere with without that. So it's like, okay, cool, like, Howie isn't going to be as involved, maybe, you know, McDaniels. But then also at the same time, like, the talent in New England on their offense isn't there. And, like, we saw it last year with Tom Brady, this year without Tom Brady. They just haven't had the players. So then I was like, you know what? I mean, it is what it is if we get him. Because the whole idea of this hire, like we were saying the other day, is like, this is like the, well, well, this hire specifically, I guess. I, I mean, when we were doing the podcast, we were saying like, whoever they're bringing in is probably a guy for Carson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then you're done pretty much. And you're coming into a tough situation. So it had to be someone that was young. Yeah. So McDaniels didn't really seem right. But yeah. like. To give him a second chance. Because he only was a head coach for a year and a half. He got fired in Denver that really quick. Yeah, it was that quick. Was he with... He was with Denver. T- Tebow? Yeah, yeah. He, he was the one that started the Tebow mania. Wow. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, when we the last time we did a podcast, I couldn't have told you Nick Sirianni. He wasn't was. on the list. Yeah. He wasn't on the list that we were reading off the odds for. So, yeah. like, he was... He's, well, he's, he wasn't really interviewed by, I don't think, any other teams yeah. either. So, uh, as far as, like, that goes, I... It's just, like, a lot of unknown. I've obviously, like, the last couple of days did a little more research. Now that he's your coach, obviously you're doing a lot more research, mm-hmm. figuring out what he's about. Young offensive mind, uh, doesn't have experience calling plays, doesn't have experience being a head coach, has come from Indianapolis and San Diego, two very different fan bases than Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So he's coming not only to Philly, but an angry Philadelphia right now. And then the quarterback mess. Hopefully they make it. Well, I don't want to say hopefully they make it clear because Carson has to win the job. But I don't know what's going to happen with that. But that's that's a whole lot of pressure to be put on this coach uh, going into his first year to become the head coach. But with all that said, I think like he he's here to 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 hopefully fix Wentz and uh, turn things around. I'm excited about it. I'm I'm optim optimis, optimistic about the hire. Yeah, we're, like, we're always optimistic too. That's the thing. I wouldn't have been as optimistic if it was like McDaniels. McDaniels. I would have been. Um, really? I would have talked myself into yeah, it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. But I see, mean, it's nice I, in the, fresh. the ideal world, I know this probably wouldn't have been possible, but like, because he was already in OC, but Peterson could have stayed as the head coach. You bring in a guy like Sirianni, a young offensive yeah, you line. You can't bring in him, but someone else, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that was like what I was saying a couple, I mean, couple weeks ago. And you saw the clip with Reich saying, like, as soon as I got this job, I, I knew I won. So, like, that's something that's yeah. nice. And then the other thing was, like, Philip Rivers said that's the real reason, like, one of the reasons why he signed on with the Colts was because he was reuniting with Sirianni as well, who was his quarterback's coach, his wide receiver's coach 
when Keenan Allen had a career year and also Tyrell Williams only a thousand yard. So like there is there is potential here. Yeah. The other thing that I mean I've heard some people throwing around was the fact that um, you have he's been an offensive coordinator for three years. Obviously he's not calling the plays, but three years, three different quarterbacks. Yeah. And and he's been they've designed three different things basically because with Philip Rivers they weren't throwing the ball down as far as they were with Jacoby. And, you know, you had to play a little bit more out of that. So, and then obviously Jacoby isn't as good as Luck. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's I think it's something to be excited about because the other reason why I like it is the fact that he's been coaching since 2004. Yeah, he's born in, in, the in a coaching ranks. family, too. Like, he's been around the game his whole life. Like, but he started D3. That's what, like, that's what I love. Really? Yeah, D3 to D2. Then, and he was Indiana, Pennsylvania, IUP. Wow. Then he got the Chiefs. And then worked his way up there. So like that's like something that's like, yeah. you, you just like to see because it's better than, uh, um, I mean it's not better than something because like obviously McVay and Shanahan both are brilliant guys, but you know their McVay's grandfather was the GM for the giant for the 40, uh, 49ers and is in the Hall of Fame, and then McVay I'm not McVay Shanahan's dad is obviously Shanahan. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where he has a coaching story, but it's not as like. Oh, like, we didn't know how to say Sirianni. Like, I mean, I, I've heard, because, you know, the Colts have been, you know, they, they were in the mix this last year. So, like, he was, I was hearing his name a little bit more, but not as, like, a head coach candidate, like we were saying before. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the new wave. Like, when you think all the coaches that got hired, none of these guys have been head coaches before. So, you don't see a lot of guys getting, like, that second chance um, as much. I mean, you look at McVay, you look at LaFleur, like, these young minds. It's like the new wave right now. Trying to see what these guys can bring and see what these guys can do. Uh, so I think, I think I'm excited about what can be. And like you just mentioned, like his just his growth throughout his coaching career right now. Like hopefully that continues. And uh, it's going to be about the staff though, like who you build around. Well, yeah, that's going to be the interesting. That's where like you try to you try to bring in a veteran guy. Like, they definitely will. thrown around. They have to the guys that he's been with, like a Jim Caldwell, which I would love, or I've heard Anthony Lynn. Or someone like that for that stature for OC and then DC. I'm not sure where they'll go with that. Do you feel like? Do you think that would be weird though? You now you're the boss of someone that was, your like gave you let you cut your chops as an assistant coach. I think from like maybe for Lynn. I mean for Caldwell though, he's older. He like he's probably a guy who will fit. Like that's gonna be his role. I don't know if he's gonna be even for like like I'm saying like say right now you get a job at. not Nova, but like some D two, like Cabrini, mm-hmm. really good. Then you're like, oh, like let me bring Spittle along. <laughs> like, wouldn't you feel weird getting yeah, you no, talk like yeah. someone that you learned underneath because they were together for like four or five years, pretty much because yeah. Lem was on the staff. So I, I just feel like I, I mean, bit. I would like I definitely do want him to get, and they definitely will get yeah. someone that's older and more established. I was just wondering about like the human dynamic, like obviously X's nose that works, but like. You know, it's kind of like we're like, okay, like I'm call me coach now. <laughs> like I'm. The I think coach. it's just part of like. Yeah, I guess it's part of the NFL like, too. Yeah. Yeah, you see these guys come and go, and they rise, and like a guy like Caldwell is still experienced, still knows the game. Maybe Rivers like, comes on as OC. No, he already <laughs> said he's catching high school football. Oh uh, really? Yeah, that's like his main thing. Um, but the one thing that I saw Sal Powell, um, he said it on ESPN. 75.3, which is the New Jersey. Yeah. It, did you you saw it? Uh, that, keep going. That right. this had uh, fingerprints of Glenn Dorsey on it because they were together in Kansas City. I did see City. that, actually. So, 
And that was the one thing that I was saying too, is that I wanted Dorsey, 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 Dorsey. And the only job left is the Texans. And then there's no way that if the Texans hire the enemy, that they're taking Dorsey because they have Jack Easterby uh, as their GM set up there. They just hired him. Who? Uh, the Texans. Oh, uh, yeah. And the whole, the whole original report. Boy. Easterby? Yeah, he, like, went to, he was telling me all about him. He what went to school with him. And the there's school he went to, there's like so many like college. Um, it's a small, like, I think it was a D2 school before he went to Pitt. But the school he went to like brought out, I think McDaniels went there. Like What's so the many school? NFL guys. You'll have to look up uh, Easterby's yeah. background. Well, the thing is, is the Easterby's getting a lot of slander because he lied on his resume. Oh, really? It, I, know, I knew there yeah, was a lot of drama Yeah, right he there. lied on his resume to get the job because he was just originally the chaplain. He was a chaplain, and then he prayed with um, the owner, McNair, and then got really in with him and then just kind of worked his way all the way through. So it was like a lot of people are like mad at him for it because they like call him like – a whisper like is this um is this the current gm of the texans yeah he just got the job jack okay. easterby yeah okay um what school no because i'm th- i'm talking about nick casario oh okay he- oh you know what jack easterby's the assistant okay. uh, that's getting everything going but nick casario gotcha. from the new england patriots yes, is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i'm sorry but either way there's no way dorsey's leaving um philadelphia as and Sal Palantonio is saying that he might take on a bigger role in um just because this seems like I know, hope so. Yeah, I hope so you too because like, you find like the Hunt Hill he didn't find Mahomes but like also just like some people that you know Travis Kelsey like those are good talents that that Dorsey drafted. Then you even look at I mean Mayfield isn't anything crazy but like he's still getting the job done, you yeah. know, out there. It was the number one pick. But Nick Chubb that's yeah. that's a big one. Yeah. So so it's definitely um, it's going to be interesting to see this draft. Like I really like hope Howie just does the numbers, because like we know he's not a great talent evaluator. Like he's not. No. Like, and it's proven time after time. And plus, that's another thing with this hire. Like a lot of people have said already, is it, is this like the yes man hire? Because this is a guy who's never been a head coach. I mean, it kind of is. A like I feel bit. like he checks all the boxes, including that one. Oh. Like where like like a Deuce maybe wouldn't have put up with that. Or like some some someone who's more experienced. Well, like McDaniel's wouldn't want wouldn't let right, someone or McDaniel's, tell him. Yeah. So I mean, I think it is. It definitely is. And apparently, like they're saying that Lori didn't want McDaniel's at all, um, just because like he doesn't really like New England, and that's what they're saying. He doesn't like the Patriots, and also he he believes in Howie. So it was like, yeah. let's get someone that's not going to push back. It's basically the same thing as the Doug Peterson hire, except the younger. A uh, guy that's been coaching a lot longer than Doug Peterson, so it's like we're literally in the same spot um, that we were, except we have Super Bowl success. I don't think there's that much pressure on him to fix no. Wentz because everyone Wentz out of the. I mean, if he fixes Wentz, he'll be exactly. That's the thing. I think the upside's limited. Yeah, not limited, unlimited, and I, mean, I think the yeah. downside's very limited because it's like you're coming into this team quarterback situation dysfunction. Just hired, like, it's literally nowhere but up for him, I think. Yeah. Obviously, but he can how flame mu- out. how much time, like, does he get, you know? Three years. Do you think he gets He gets much? the Wentz contract. I mean, how long does Wentz get? Yeah. If, you know, if we see at least uh, rookie year Carson, which is insane that, you know, that's something that we would be looking forward to. Yeah. But it was special. And, you know, if as long as there's flashes and stuff, 
I mean, the only thing is, the biggest problem is Philadelphia, the, well, also major markets, the backup quarterback's always more popular than the starting quarterback. So as long as Jalen Hurts is in town, it's going to be, it's going to be something. Because that's a question every single press conference, he's definitely going to get it whenever he does officially sign on and get the press conference. Okay, so what do you think about the quarterback situation? Obviously, he has the cop out. Well, I just signed on. You know, we have to evaluate, you know, right now. We can't have any practices, yada, yada, all that stuff. But, I mean, it's going to be – I mean, th- there's just no way that they hired him saying, like, okay, yeah, do a quarterback competition. They're like, yeah, no, fix Carson. So then – but then, like, what? Because I get that, but then if Hurts is still there, there there's going to be a dude trade Hurts. You, you have to you – feel... you really have to. I, think. I, I agree. I don't want to because it's like that's, that's an insurance policy. And since I work in insurance, like – I mean that's that's what I'm about. Like you want to be safe, um, but it is a risk that I guess it's worth it. I mean it really is, because Wentz was playing fine until Hertz got here. That got into his mo- into his brain, I guess. I mean that. What does that say about your franchise quarterback that someone standing over his shoulder got to him? Can he really handle pressures of playoff games? Yeah. Even though that whole stretch that he had to win every game was basically a playoff game until the Seattle game. But you have to win playoff games against playoff-capable teams instead of uh, the trek of the NFC East that you couldn't even beat out this year. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's just – it's insane. The other thing everyone's been saying, Ron Rivera is the most tenured coach in the NFC East. One year and that 11 days. That's how long he's been the coach in the NFC East, and he's the most, which is insane. Um, the one thing, too, was I did want the enemy – uh, I thought, and then... He's got to be going to Houston, right? Well, that's that's what they're saying, was, like, that the Eagles were trying to get him, but someone was like, no. Like, I think there's, like, back-channel stuff going on. Like, yeah, he's going he's going there. Because that's the only way they keep Deshaun. Yeah. Watson. I, like, Watson's leaving if he doesn't get behind him. And, like, you're only as good as your quarterback. Right? Like, you don't want to go... I'm not saying he... But all the other jobs open, but there probably wasn't a lot that he was intrigued by. Well, like, yeah. you don't want to just go somewhere just to go somewhere. Could you... <laughs> so I feel like if he has the opportunity to work with a guy like Deshaun Watson, then oh yeah, he, he would definitely go for it. The, the one thing was I know I know they're a mess right now though, but is they are a complete mess. And also the other thing was is the if you like I I was like wondering why the enemy wasn't getting as much buzz as he should. He gets a bunch of buzz from like reporters and stuff, but then he had a couple incidents when he was coaching in Colorado, um, where he he belittled a. Um, uh, one of the players for not uh, like playing through an injury, and he called the person. Um, <laughs> I had to pull it up. It's it's really it's actually like pretty. It's I think it's funny, but obviously it would come up if he did um, actually get hired. So he actually called a. Um, where did it go? His degree. Wow, it popped right up on my. On my iPad last night. I tweeted it the other day. Um, he just called some... He called a kid uh, for n- not playing through an injury. He said that he was... Um, he just called him, like, the girl name of his name. Oh, so, like, yeah. say his name was, like... Uh, like, I don't know. He just called him... Like, for you, he yeah. would call you, like, Daniel. Oh, come on, Danielle. Like, you can't <laughs> play today. And so, he, he did it so much that um, that the kid got to transfer out of the college for without having to lose a year. Because he, he bullied the kids so much. And that was like 2000. So like I think that's like one thing that 
Because we just saw the Mets GM. He got fired for sending, like, the pictures to the girl. Unsolicited, like, nonstop, nonstop, 60 messages, which is insane. Yeah. But at the same time, it's something that happened three, three, four years ago. It comes out now. So, like, that's something, like, you hire the enemy, and someone's like, you know what? Like, F this guy. We're going to, you know, bring up all the stuff of his past. Obviously, that's, I, I mean, it gets into political stuff at that point, like how you feel about bringing up stuff from the ninth, from the 20th century when it's 2021. So, like, that's that's the one thing that I think uh, some people were, like, not really that high on in enemy And also, is a real, um, he said, just like a real gruff dude. So, kind of yeah. like, just like he won't really take crap. So, like, that's another reason why I wouldn't really work that well with Howie and also why he hasn't got as many looks because he won't kiss the butt of the owners. Yeah. Like, I wonder if, like, Deuce, if he was in that I would. I would assume like, that's how Deuce is. Because like, even getting interviewed at this point, like, you have to know who Deuce is. And, I mean, not saying, like, he was, qu- like, he wasn't getting an opportunity elsewhere, but he's got, at this point, you would think, wouldn't want to try to move on. I mean, he could still be, he could be the OC. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, for, that's true. But, but still, he's got to be... I mean, um, I don't know. I, I would be frustrated. Like, it, what is that? What does that interview look like? What does that interview even the, look like? Because what, are you, like, what hey, are you interviewing? You're you're you know coming in for the Rooney it. Rule. Thanks. Yeah. Like, thanks. All right. See ya. Like, I don't. The one thing was uh, someone I forget who tweeted out was like Trey Thomas's teammate was saying that he doesn't really want to be a head coach. So I don't know if he's like going doing these interviews to be like, hey, like you know, you should give me like a job title and a raise type deal. You know, like, I want yeah. I want a little bit more. I don't want to be the head coach, but, like, give me something. You know, trying to do, like, it. it's basically a year-end review each year. Like, he's gone in even um, last year after after last year he came in and it was, like, uh, he auditioned, not auditioned, interviewed for the OC job. So, like, he's still going into these interviews. Hey, you know, I've been here for a while, yada, yada, like, give me some more money. Like, I don't know if that, like, you know, more money, less, not less responsibility, but not as much responsibility as the head coach. So, I, I don't know what... Because, like, if you really want to be a head coach, you would just leave the Eagles at this yeah. point. That's what, that's what I would think. Um, be like, okay, you know, I know Doug, Peter, I know Doug, I know Andy Reid, I know Tomlin, I think. Yeah, because Tomlin was on the coaching staff, I believe, when he was in, in uh, Pittsburgh. And that's, that's the other thing that they're saying. The issue is if Deuce was your head coach, he doesn't have any ties anywhere besides Philadelphia. Yeah. So he really does. If he needs, if he is trying to become a head coach at some point, he really needs to go. Yeah, elsewhere. he needs to branch out. Which um, sucks because, like, I love seeing Deuce on. I'd rather just, you know, leave him on the sidelines. <laughs> like, I want him in Philadelphia forever. Like, I really, like, I really do. Deuce. Yeah, you can't beat it. The school I was talking about where Spittle went was John Carroll University. Oh. So, like, there's there's a big article about how they helped fuel the Patriots dynasty because out of that was Casario. McDaniel's Casario. Uh, Zeigler, who is like the director of pro personnel in New England. Todd? No, 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 David. Oh. Um, and then also recently, Nick Cayley, who's a tight ends coach of the Patriots, won a Super Bowl. Uh, they also they went there, London Fletcher, you know, London Fletcher. That's my boy. Um, and then Don Shula, which were like the big names. But no, you gotta, next time you see Spittle, you got to ask him about it because, like, I think a lot of those guys were roommates, and, like, he, he was pretty friendly with some of them. Like, I know he said London Fletcher was obviously huge, and he was, like, I think he was playing basketball at that time. I don't think he started playing football until That's late. That's insane. And he, he's a monster. But, um, he's yeah, that's, I just want to, John Carroll. Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. So I thought like we went to the game where he got honored. No, the, the Eagles played a game where he got honored, and I think they misspelled his name in Washington. If that sounds I'm, about right. And it was something like crazy like that where you have like this all-time great for your team. Wow, 45. How old? Yeah. Been married since 2006, if you guys were wondering. But, um, yeah. no, but it's just um, I, I'm excited about the hire. Oh, he went to St. Francis University, too, as well. Yeah, like That's where John Watson went. To play oh, football. Well. Yeah. PA. Um, but, I mean, there's nothing that we can really glean from besides. Because yeah, we don't know what the staff is yet. Yeah, I think you, you, you want to put together a good staff, an experienced staff to help. Uh, I almost lost his name for me. Huh? Nick Sirianni. There you go. Help him out. But I'm, I'm excited for what, uh, I think there is a lot of potential what he can do here. But how how much time we'll get, I'm not sure, because I, I still think there's still so many issues. But how much time do you think? I don't know. You I, don't I, think three years? I think if there if it's if it's bad these first two years, I think two years could be the well that's time. But I mean, you, I feel like you'll know. Like if he can fix once, and even this if this team's well, if he fixes once, I feel like the team will improve. But yeah. if he can fix once, he'll well. That's the thing he'll is if he say, fixes this first year. if he fixes once, he's at least eight and eight. You yeah. know, you like that, think, yeah. that's that you'd hope. Also, I mean, he is, you know, he started with deep, deep defensive backs, went to wide receivers. So he's coached both sides of the ball a little bit, mostly offensive, offensive side, which we like. But also, like, that's good to, you know, kind of hopefully it helps the wide receivers, you know, like in a in like a Madden or like a retro bowl type football game. He worked with the wide receivers, so your wide receivers yeah. get a couple X, XP points boost. So, like, you would think that he'd have something to give, give them some information, you know. Um, make Hopefully makes Jalen regular look a lot better than he is. side better than he is. Because, like, I, I, that's, that's his big thing is, like, he plays to his player's strengths. I've heard him say that. Watched a couple interviews about him talking about gonna that. He's going to put JJ in a tight end. <laughs> But using Rager out in the open field, getting the ball in the open field, I, I, I'd expect to see some of that. Um, and it was pretty cool. There was a, I guess right when he got on board with Frank Reich, there was an interview of him like in house at the Colts of him like going over the Eagles game winning play in the Super Bowl. Uh, that's Did you cool. see that? No, I didn't see that. It was the Ertz catch. So just him talking about that. Oh, design. I love that play. And like, Rip Ertz is. I'm surprised. And just how like you're getting getting a great match up there, but. It, just to see his football line. He seems like a bright young guy. Is he ready for the mess he's coming into along with the city? It's going to be sure. hard. It's like sure. that's, that's the whole thing is like you said in the beginning. This is a lot different than San Diego and Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. Like by far a lot like, different. Yeah. Like literally like night and day when it comes to. Even his media. I, mean, I, I listened to a couple of his media interviews and I think they're all Zoom. But like that felt like they were, were like, so like chill and he was like, oh, that's a great question. Like. I don't expect him to. I don't expect him to be uh, be that chill. Well, yeah. So the as thing, the head coach, the, they said that his temperament is like they're saying like this is basically Doug Peterson, but a little bit younger. Well, obviously younger, and a little bit more um, not hard nosed, but a little would give it to a player a little bit more. So a little bit more stern. So you hope that that helps with Wentz, obviously, and the other team, the other players around. Um, I know. I've heard two guys come out, like Jonathan Taylor said, like, great guy, great coach yeah. yesterday, and uh, Danny Woodhead, I saw, said something about him. Uh, probably San something Diego good. ties, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's 
that's all we can really ask for at this point. I mean, it, I'm interested to see who uh, goes to Indianapolis now as the OC too, um, just on the football front, just because you know is is uh, Wright going to get foot back? Mm. You know, is the opportunity to do that or? Um, I mean, it's just going to be interesting. And then also, like, <laughs> or does Doug Peterson go there as OC? You know, like, that's technically a possibility if Doug wanted to do that. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say was I just listened to uh, Chris Sims' podcast from the day Peterson got fired, and one of the things that he said was, um, like, he heard it coming down the pipeline for a while, and it's a lot more than just the car – it's not just the Carson thing that was the reason why he got fired, but there's a couple things that build up that he wasn't told, so he said. Um, but it wasn't just the Carson yeah. thing, but there's other stuff going on in there. So, I mean, I'm assuming that it's not going to pick your coach. It's not going to, you know, Doug was probably blowing up about that. Yeah, I am so. I am really excited to see his press conference, Sirianni's press conference, because obviously he will be blitzed with Carson Wentz questions and Jalen Hurts and what, that, what his thoughts are. Blitz? Huh? Is he gonna evade the blitz? Or? Oh, I'm sure he will. I mean, but I'm ex- I'm in- intrigued to hear what he'll say. I mean, he saw he saw Carson carve up the Chargers. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was thinking that about that too. Uh, actually, that was a, that was a Legarrette Blunt game too, really around the ball. But Carson had a good good, well, good day so, that day. So the thing is, is I'm hoping that you know the Colts they this season this past season they ran the ball a little bit too much, but they also had to because of Rivers. And the way that, you know, with a good, solid defense, you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, their defense was kind of streaky this year. But, like, it's going to be interesting to have someone. Like, because, like, the last coach that ran the ball for us was Kelly. And he did it with taking two seconds off the play clock. So, it wasn't really that effective. Yeah. So, I mean, the last time our run game was really even was Super Bowl run with Frank Wright, you know, in Doug's ear. Like, hey, let's get it going. Uh, also, we're going to have Brandon Brooks back, Lane Johnson back, uh, hopefully Jason Kelsey. Uh, I'd like to see one last run at it. Just yeah, I'm getting, I put on the Eagles, like, I'm wearing the Eagles quarter zip right now because I'm hyped up. It's, it's good. It's something fresh. It's something new. And also the other thing is it's, like, something very new because this dude hasn't had any, you know, play calling experience, hasn't had any – you know, like anything like that yet. So this is a brand new step for him. Yeah. And by the time the season starts, I'm pretty sure it'll be 40. So, um, yeah, I think so. I yeah, know. another another thing too. I he's big on obviously every coach doesn't want you to turn the ball over, but the numbers proves prove for themselves. Uh, fumbles for his quarterbacks went way down, and yeah, uh, turnover like interceptions as well. So he, he kind of looks like a young Frank Reich if you think about it. I, you know, I can just picture, like, I, I'm... And the Eagles green? No, no, it's going to happen. Like, this is, like, this would be Johnny's boy. Like, Italian, Nick Cerrone. I can already see Johnny and him at the bar, like, Johnny buying him a drink, like, hyping him up. Like, yo, Nick, like, we love you here in Philly. And, like, uh, it's just, like, I can envision that. And I can see Sirianni going out to the bar, too, with Johnny. Like, I can see that relationship really forming, so... That's one thing I really hope comes out of him. Uh, yeah, the... I mean that would be that would be nice just for the show uh, to have that inside track. But I, yeah, I mean the main thing is is it's going to be the coaches around too. Yeah. OCDC. Um, I don't know who you go there. 
Like, I, yeah, I, I think you could, like, I think Caldwell, Lynn, Deuce. Uh, yeah, that's all those OC guys. options, though. I'm trying to yeah. think DC. Like, there's. DC, I, I, there's someone they said from the Colts that could be a potential. Oh, uh, like DC. one of their, like, defensive backs. Yeah, I, forget. I was, like I was looking up some options today. Because uh, I don't know. And, like, I mean, the other thing, too, about Nick Sirianni is he's not going to be running three verticals with one route down the middle. Like, like Doug Peterson did so many times. So, he's going to do a lot more of the crossing mesh route stuff, which he's big I will appreciate. Two tight end set. That was another thing he was talking about in that film, I think. That's two what tight end, two running backs. Well, who's going to be our second tight end? Because Ertz is, yeah. has to be gone, unfortunately. That's a good question. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's I'm just excited. I'm glad to know that. Jonathan Gannon, Colts mm, defensive back. It is defensive. Backs coach who... Has already interviewed with the Bears and Chargers this offseason. Oh. So, that was the name I heard. Or we could bring um, Wade Phillips. He said he was, he was ready to coach again. Yeah. And that and that's like what they did with McVay. You bring in... Well, McVay was also more hands-on with the offense, like calling all the plays and stuff. But you bring in someone that's established, been a head coach, defensive coordinator. You just give him defense. The only thing is I wouldn't want to pit, play uh, the 3-4. So... I guess what about uh, Coach Jimmy? I saw him the other day, actually. <laughs> I saw him on Sunday last yeah. week. Um, but, yeah, no. Yeah, Nick Sirianni. Get used to it. Start saying it right. Yeah, Hoggy. I can already hear my dad mispronouncing his name. Serrano. And everybody on Philadelphia Sports I can, Radio. I can see Serrano. Yeah. But go, Birds. Let us know what your thoughts oh, are. Also, I want to say uh, rest in peace to... Uh, Goat. Hank Aaron, all time. Uh, he's an all time in my book for home runs. Yeah. Barry Bonds, yeah. steroids, legit, on it. super legit. Um, so that that was a little sad news coming through the wire, and then I mean we can talk about the basketball. A little yeah, bit. JoJo MVP. Yeah, right it's looking good. Ben's doing enough when he needs to at random times. Hopefully, he's just saving it all for the playoffs. I don't know. He's you can't tell me like he hasn't changed as a player since when for, first year. Rookie year. He's the same person. Yeah. Which is, that's not what you look for. Unless, I mean, he did come out great. So, like, it, but it's just, it's frustrating to me that he can't shoot yet. Um, and he just does the same stuff. So, that's the one thing. And then the Fly Guys, they had a little up and down game last night. Um, yeah, still got a point out of it. Shoot out and then. We'll see how it goes on Saturday, which I'm really liking that they're doing the two and two. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's like refreshing. Cool. It's like a little series, mini yeah, series. Yeah, mini series the whole entire time, and we got the McGregor fight Saturday today. Um, got uh, AFC NFC Championship game Sunday. Yeah, some, some goats going at it. There you got um, Brady Rogers, and then you got the young guns on the. Well, what's up with yeah. Mahomes? Is he clear? He'll play. You think he will? Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. There's no way he does. I mean, there's a way, I guess, but like NFL wise, there's no way. Yeah. Like Adele would be like, "Hey, like, you got like." I heard that's what Coward was saying. Like, if he can't play, you uh, better yeah, push the game yeah, back. Yeah, Coward saying push Come it back on, for him, which is like, you, it makes sense. You got two weeks, and like Mahomes is obviously it's not fair to the Bills, um, yeah. but I mean it's like literally like. Mahomes versus Allen, like we want to see, like that's great TV. Yeah, Allen, Allen versus um, Matt Moore, no Chad Henney, eh, 
Nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't really get... Uh, like, it It would be cool because you get to, like, Chad Henney first playoff start, like, besides that 13th year in the league, first playoff start. Um, you know, see if anything is really possible. But, um, obviously, like, Mahomes got choked out. He didn't get a concussion. Like, I, like if, if you look, that's what, like, people were saying, some people were saying it was, like, the way that he got tackled was, like, because uh, the Bull Mac had his hel- helmet and was, like, kind of, like, leaning on it. So, yeah. and then he kind of got up all wobbly, and then he was, like, texting the whole time. And, I mean, tweeting, right, like, right after the game. So, like, if you're, if you're really in, like, concussion protocol, I think they're really just in him out because his toe. Which is also a bonehead move by Andy Reid to have him run that with a bad toe. Obviously, yeah. you're trying. I guess you're trying to catch the defense off guard, but they didn't, and you hurt your quarterback. So, I mean, it, it's. Um, I, I love football so much. Yeah, good weekend. Crazy that three years ago today we were celebrating mm. the day after the Eagles beat the Vikings. Mm. I was just looking back at my time hop today. It's a good day to do that. Good memories in there. But uh, crazy yeah, that in the Doug Peterson's night. not here. Yeah, anymore. yeah, but yeah, that, yeah, it really is, it's insane. Weird. So, Johnny sent right. me the one of me dancing, oh, really? the, he sent me some, so it was just, it's cool to see, yeah. um, glad that that happened, you see Rasul, Rasul Douglas tweet the best block ever in the playoffs, it was the Darby block on the Patrick Robinson, no. I retweeted it, because it, it really is, like it, it, like, it was one of the best blocks, because he put it out, all out on the line, and that was the game swinging moment, honestly. Um, but I mean, it's just it's good to have like like I have more hope than I would if Doug Peterson was still coach. So I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of what I how I gauge it off of. But honestly, like it was just it. I mean, if I'm trying to think, if Doug Peterson was still coach and they brought in Jim Caldwell, I'd have hope. So it's really whatever hire they'd end up doing, I think uh, would have gave me a little bit of hope. But um, this is definitely it. Nick Sirianni, your new coach. Go Birds. Insane. Go Birds.